Hello, producer Matt. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You were telling me something pretty exciting, and I thought it would be an interesting uh, thing to tell the listeners who are listening right now. Yes. Um, well, the news is if you actually don't want to hear from me again mm. in this context with ads, all you have to do is join the Patreon and you can get an ad-free office hours experience. So right now, there's rubes listening who are not paying, but they're listening to ads after ads. Yeah, such as this. They're I don't listen to the ads. Time. I don't pay attention to that aspect of the show. Yeah, but you're well, telling me there are ads in in this podcast. Oh, the whoever's hearing this right now, their experience of office hours is littered with ads. Yuck. So, but you want to listen to it ad free? Where do you do? What do you do? You just go to patreon.com slash office hours live. What's that going to cost me? Hundreds of dollars? Oh, not even close. Not even for $55, you can get a whole year of office hours entertainment. $55. What that's, well, that's uh, how much you can, you can do it for $5 a month, correct? If you're a fool. Right. (laughs) You would pay. You'd pay $60 for a year at right. $5 a month. Dripping dripping the money in every week. Yeah, like a fool. Or you can just want, you know, cut your check. Sign up for the year because we're not going anywhere. No, we'll be right here. And if you pay, then you don't have to hear this kind of junk anymore. Ad free for patron subscribers. That's big. No. Let's lock the gates and start the show. I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me laugh. I like having fun. Yes, I like it to laugh. I like having fun to meet people who laugh. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Tim Heidecker, host of Office Hours, coming to you live here in Glendale, California. It is 10 a.m. on the Pacific Coast here in Glendale, California. It is Thursday, February 25th. The year is 2021, and we are here for you. We are here for the listeners. This is a call-in show at the heart of the show, which I began all by myself. Uh, Going on almost five years, Doug. Five years we've been doing this program. 160 shows? No, not that much. 146, I believe. The the genesis of this show has been let's connect. Let's, like, what does Garth Brooks say, Vic? Uh, I want to, I want to connect. I found out about Facebook Live and I thought, hey, that sounds, that sounds, we got to find that clip. That's, I'm lost on the actual particulars of it. That sounds cool. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's what he says. Uh, I connect with the crowd, with the masses, with the audience, well, the fans. Official. Go ahead, play it. Facebook. I really wasn't sure about this at the start. But then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. I like that. There you go. I like <laughs> it. I like that I could tap out, tap out, and go home. I like that. I like that. I can connect I with the like crowd. That. Now, as the show grew, I brought Doug in. I said, Doug, come on by the studio. Come play some 
music like and that. samples and chat with me. Then Vic came Grab in when Doug fun. couldn't. I finally reunited like them, got them all together, created the Holy Trinity. I like that. The dream still lives. My dream. And we talked to people. I like that shit. I don't care where you're calling in from. I don't care what you believe or what your point of view is. Call in. We could talk. Then I like watching people work hard. <laughs> We'd get celebrities to call in. I'd get friends who I've worked with in the industry to call in. Then we said, let's keep booking guests, <laughs> music, own. authors, musicians. Oh, thanks for having me. Documentarians. <laughs> Doc, yeah, mostly documentarians. Mostly. <laughs> Health experts. Science whiz, wizards. Synth, 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 I uh, like camel whites. Synth... Uh, <laughs> Experts, synthesizer Synth doctors, sorceresses. Can't we just communicate? But at the heart of this show is you, the audience, who I rely on. Who you're my life. You're my uh, what's the uh, adrenochrome? You are my adrenochrome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so today we're we scrapped the schedule. No guest. Nobody. Someone's gonna call me and say, "It says so." Who backed out at the last minute? Who, who turned out to be a, a rat? Who turned out to be a flake? In this business, there are plenty of them. That's oh not the case. God, this has been on the books as a no guest. This is almost like Bill O'Reilly's no spin zone. This is a no guest zone. You're the guest. We will be having a guest, J.P. Hassan, call in later, a friend of mine. He's got a new project out that I'm excited about. <laughs> so we do have a guest. Oh yes, yeah, we do. Have a guest. Yes, and Bob okay. Dylan's going to call in apparently oh, with his I new album, Rough and Rowdy slaves. Ways. Excuse He's going to be talking me. to us about the process and his amazing life story, of hey, becoming Doug, a musician in the '60s and going on to great success there. He's also a published author and. A, and a builder of, uh, he's a welder. He makes gates. And, of course, we want to talk about Heaven's Gate, his whiskey. <laughs> he's got and, a whiskey? And he, yeah, he's got his own whiskey. And he's going to play a few songs for us. So a lot to get to today. He's going to play the uh, Murder Most Foul. He's going to play live on Zoom, Dylan, huh? Uh -huh. Bob Dylan's going to play Murder Most Foul. That's his latest 15-minute uh, saga. <laughs> and then he's going to play Desolation Row. Uh, and sad-eyed Lady of the Lowlands. <laughs> That's his set today. That all starts right now on Office Hours. City of the Day. Uh, and we might not get a chance to get to your calls today, but we'll, get, we'll do our best. City of the Day is brought to you by... City of the Day. City of the Day. Brought to you by... This is cool. City of the Day is brought to you by the BERT Certificate. The American Society of Names is proud to present the BERT Certificate, ladies and gentlemen. The BERT Certificate. Finally, anybody named BERT can finally get certified on very nice paper with an official BERT stamp. Now, you might be asking, is that for BERT spelled B-U-R-T or BERT spelled B-E-R-T? Oh, good news. We accept both. And now, for a limited time... If Bert appears in the second half of your name, you can also qualify for a Bert certificate. Robert, Norbert, Albert, Dilbert, Gilbert, Egbert, Dorkbert, they don't even care. So if you're any kind of Bert, you're gonna need this thing. Imagine you're at a party and someone asks, oh, you're Bert, what kind of name is that? Well, just show them your Bert certificate and they'll shut up. 
And you can talk about something else, such as sports or hot air balloons. <laughs> Calling all birds! It's time to get certified. I say Doug, by the way, and in, 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 uh, I think it's two years, 2023 uh, or 2024, you'll be required to carry your BERT certificate. So might as well get on it now. <laughs> uh, just go to endlesstruth.wizard/names to get started. <laughs> What's that? The BERT certificate from American Society of Names. That's the ASN. Thank you, Berts. We'll see you on the site. All right. The city of the day is uh, ooh, Miami, Florida. Just go ahead now, head now, head now. Is it still hot out there? You bet it is. That's real hot. Now, Matt, producer Matt tells me that there has been a code. Now, I wonder, are, the, are there people at home, listeners at home, who have been keeping track? I don't. I'm not particularly interested myself in cracking the code. I am merely the host of this show. I'm not a contestant. So there is a, um, there must be people out there who, who are working hard at cracking this. You're saying it's an almost impossible code. It's very hard. There is a Twitter, uh, there's a Twitter feed that uh, tweets it every week and tracks it in a Google Doc. What's the, what's the odd account? Uh, city of the day we'll at city, of the, city day. of the day. By the way, we're also broadcasting on uh, on the Office Hours Twitter page and the Facebook page and Twitch, and we're we're, we're blasting wide today just to see why not. Uh, and the question of the day. This is going to be fun. We've got we've designed the question of the day to be um, a, a, a what I believe is going to be a huge game going forward. Uh, as you all know, I mentioned. Um, by the way, good morning, Doug. Good morning, Tim. I apologize. I did not say hello to you. I, of course, said hello to you as you came in this morning. Now I, I do the fake I, <clears throat> good morning. I want to clarify something and make sure that I'm not wrong about this. I believe I literally patted you on the back today. I think you did. Oh. I, I came like in. I went, pop, pop. Hey, pop. Good. It was like, man, sometimes it's just good to see Doug. Hello, sometimes it's on me. Sometimes it's on the ass, sometimes it's on the back. <laughs> no, I don't. You never know where Tim's going to touch. Never inappropriate here. You never know where Tim's going to touch. No, 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 no. <laughs> and you're wearing, uh, you're going a little, a so little cute, um, cute. flashback or something with those glasses. Oh, you're not wearing your. Oh, well, he took them off. He put his you contacts were, in. Sorry. Oh, I didn't realize you were wearing some uh, throwback glasses when he came in. Oh, These guys? Are. Yeah. I did have frames like this in high school. Yeah, they are kind like of like the Ralphie. The Ralphie kind of look. They're kind of new. Yeah. You got those fresh. These are fresh, yeah. Lens crafters? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> um, and Vic, hello to you. I've kind wow. of unofficially acknowledged you. Yes, we've we've kind of got that across. That's fine. You hello. chimed in. Yeah. I did. I did. I demanded. And I'm attention. I'm happy when you guys chime in. Come here, son. Come here, come here, come here. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. The game. The question is also a game. Now, last week. I talked to Robert Popper. I, people were saying last week's show was one of the top shows. I happen to agree. Uh, Robert Popper, of course, is one of the most entertaining and funny people I know on this planet. And uh, I was telling him about this great YouTube channel that I'm obsessed with now called Feature Man. And it's this old guy who makes these uh, little, you know, simple recipes on his uh, kitchen stove. Hello, food fan. There you go. <laughs> and if you remember the Patreon community, uh, 
this weekend I launched my own spoof of the feature man things okay. with my how to make a smoothie tutorial, um, which you can you find now at patreon.com slash office hours live. I like now, food. Robert wrote me, I told Robert about this channel. I sent him the link. He said, he wrote me saying, I now all I'm doing is watching these guys' videos. Me and my wife have watched like nine of them. And I was reading that um, Martin Scorsese essay about the value of film. And, and I believe him. I believe him. And the whole, you know, how we, we've taken the idea of film as art and now it's turned into content and a commodity. And it's just like, it's all on the same level, you know, as, uh, as TV shows or just, you know, uh, something to fill the time with. And Martin Scorsese says, no, film is art and, and we need to support it. And, and it was all in the context of talking about the re-release of all these Fellini films. And, uh, and over the past week, I've, I've been wrestling with this dilemma. Do I watch Eight and a Half or do I watch Feature Man? <laughs> do I watch La Strada or do I watch Feature Man videos? I don't know. And guess who wins every time? Hello, food fans. I get trapped. Of course, I've also uh, just finished the Adam Curtis, uh, latest Adam Curtis six-part series, which is also vi uh, very, very good and depressing and makes a lot of sense but um the game today is going to be called what is feature man's secret ingredient and you we're going to show you a clip here and you have to and I, now there's a bit of a trust what's going on you're just queuing it up yeah there's a bit of a you know we have to enter into a compact here there's somebody out there some rat might go online and look this up I'm not encouraging that. That's cheating. And you're a rat. And you will be found and exterminated like all rats should be. <laughs> um, so here's the feature man. And we'll stop right as the secret ingredient is about to re be revealed. And throughout the show, we'll take your best guesses. Hello, food fans. I'm going to make a sandwich today. And this is a fast sandwich as far as... Uh, Cooking. Trust me, it's not a fast. It's not fast. It takes forever. We've done some light trimming on this, but it's still impossibly sauce, long. And you can use any kind of pasta sauce you want. Fellini would not put jar, his camera at this angle. <laughs> it's just an awful angle. Well, it's kind of menacing. <laughs> it's menacing. It's kind of canted. Hello, food fans. <laughs> it's on the menu today is you. I'm going to be eating you later. One slice that I will cook in the microwave. So we got tomato sauce, uh, turkey bacon. I like my bacon. Crisp. I will have some pickles. And some pickles. Some That's pickles. not the secret ingredient. So the sandwich is tomato sauce on toast with melted cheese and pickles. And turkey bacon. And turkey bacon. Microwave cheese. turkey cheese. bacon. Get some pizza uh, style grated cheese. We're ready to begin. And Matt made a little edit there. Here. One slice. That <laughs> looks very appetizing. In the okay. microwave. So that's those the, this is the core uh, components and of this particular small meal. Sweet pickles over here. Great American, food. Great American food. He puts the tomato sauce on there and some cheese. Some sauce. I just, yeah, it's, I'm very agitated by this Which right now. Any sort of pasta sauce you happen to like. Some people like it with mushrooms. Mushrooms? Okay. And... Some like it with meat, and some like it with uh, anything. Tomatoes and basil. All right. Now what I'm going there to do go. is sprinkle some cheese onto this. Now, pasta sauce. quesadilla. 
Okay, so we have the pasta sauce, the cheese, the pickle, and the bacon. And your job today, folks, is guess what the secret ingredient is. Spaghetti and meat sauce. So this, Tim, this would be something to accent the flavors that are there already. I suppose I don't know. We have some cheese. I guess you can make that argument. I'm just trying to help the, yeah. the, the viewers. Right, right. If you what guess would, correctly and, balanced, and, and can prove you know? that you but, didn't cheat, uh, you will win a $500,000. Oh, wait. Pack so, it up just so a second. So are the, are the pickles like a side dish, or do they go on? They go on the sandwich. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. I, I, is the secret ingredient coming on now? Oh, oh, God, oh stop it. Yeah. Yeah, don't. It, it yeah, goes yeah, right not, to here. Yeah, let, you better pause it. Yeah, pause it right there. I did, I did. My pause button. Ooh, that was close. It was a close call. That would have been Very a disaster. Been a disaster. Yeah. All right, well, let's show. take a zoomer and see if we have any initial first guesses. I like all of them. Anyone our... have a guess in here? <clears throat> what Zachary is the Harris? secret ingredient, Zachary? Or talk about something else. I don't really We care. got two Zachs in a row here. Zachary Harris, can you unmute on your side? I was confused. We might have to go to Zach Washbond if you can't figure it out. Once I'm out of kitchen, I was... <laughs> Good morning, good morning, good morning. Where'd you go, Zach? Hello. 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 <laughs> oh, I'm not Zach. What are you in the band Stained or something? What is this? How did wait? How did Bip get? All right, Bip, you're on. I, I don't know go. how you got unmuted. Landon, did you unmute him? What I don't care about, Matt, is the muting and who's on. You know what I mean? Don't have that whole conversation with the intern <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Jesus. Bip, you got something? Got a guess? Yeah, I think the secret ingredient is some pickled serrano peppers. Pickled serrano peppers is the guess. Matt, is he right? Not right. Not right. Sorry. Um, you got something else for me, or are you just here to play the game? Oh, yeah. Well, I would love to see uh, a Mr. America sequel. And um, I don't know if you know, I know with COVID, it's a scary time for travel, but uh, all of the European countries that I know of give large filming grants for people to film movies here. I'll take it. What about Mr. America himself goes to uh, Switzerland to run for office there? How about that? How about, how about we make That'd that? That'd be good. Or Spain. I'd love, to, I'd love to see Greg come down to Ireland for, uh, where they film Star Wars. You know, all the. <laughs> they film Star Wars in Ireland? Yeah, where Mark Hamill's hangout in the... I don't know. I don't think he was... Doug, I don't know if he was Han O'Solo. It was just Han Solo. (laughs) That's Luke O'Skywalker. Come on, man. I'd love to see... Just because they filmed it there. Princess Olea. I can keep going if you'd like. Darth (laughs) O'Vader. And the filming location is owned by the state, so it would be free free to film it, you know, as long as you get insurance there. I watched that um, behind-the-scenes making of the Lord of the Rings. Um, no, not the Lord of the Rings, the uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. The, the Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, that's in the north. Yeah, Northern Ireland. That was cool. Doug, did you see that? You'd be into that. No, I didn't watch any behind the scenes. I want to keep the magic alive. I don't want to see the actors being regular people. It was mm. I, I teared up a little bit because it was just like the amount of, you know, whatever you think of that show, the amount of work and sweat and love and uh, communion that goes into making those big things is real. And there's this woman that was doing all the prosthetics and special effects on the faces and stuff. She's this really sweet uh, woman. Uh, and her and her husband were like a team. And they, I mean, it was just like they, 
they kind of bid on this job to do that part of the show and didn't expect to get it and then got it. And they were like really not prepared to do that scale, that kind of thing. And Wait, so, so Game like, of Thrones had bidding wars to get the cheapest makeup people? I don't know if it was the cheapest. It was just like you bid for a job like anything else. Maybe it's some of it's based on affordability, but... Um, you know, over 300 people died in the making of Game of Thrones. That's not true. <laughs> Is that true? Really? Yeah, a lot of people died. <laughs> but this poor woman had a kid, like a daughter, like my daughter's age, maybe a little older. And she was like, I, I've been gone. I can't see my kid. It's like, and it, you know, she it's the choice she made and they're making it work and everything. But you know, it's just touching. It's touching. Sorry, I have a heart. Not like you guys. Uh, all right, we'll look into a European Mr. America sequel. Wouldn't that be interesting? Okay. I think Variety is calling me on. Hold on, my phone's buzzing. Why is. Oh, here it is. Hello? Yes, this is Tim Heidecker. Yeah. I, <laughs> yes, I. Well, we're not. We're far from anything uh, official, but thanks for your interest. Okay. That was Variety magazine calling for a quote about the new Mr. America sequel. They're on it. <laughs> Variety wants a. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I should turn this off. Hello? Yes, yes, yes. No, I, I'm just talking to my audience about that. I'm not, there's no plans. It was, I understand. Well, well thank you for your interest. That was uh, Hollywood Reporter. Wow. Mary. Hello? Oh, my God. Yes, put him through. Mr. Spielberg. A pleasure. Yes, I'm doing my live broadcast right now. I apologize. Uh, I can't speak right now, but. Oh, well, we'd be honored for you just to even consider. Thank you, sir. Goodbye. Bruce, uh, Bruce Springsteen called and uh, Steven Spielberg called and said that he wants to direct the sequel. Come on. Kind of neat. Do you smoke cigars? Uh, all right. Who else is out there? <laughs> Where? In the wide world of the, the Patreon community and the Office Hours community. Let's go. Let's check Hello. in with... Well, Kevin Doyle dressed for the occasion, so I think we should... Show him some respect. Show him some respect. Thank you for calling in from <clears throat> Ireland, I assume, unless you're... Are you call, were you calling in from Ireland? Yes. We'll see tonight the stress factor. Kevin Sounds Doyle, like he was. are you there? Hi there, gentlemen. Oh, Kevin, what's the, uh, what's the deal? Yeah, I got all dressed up and cleaned up for you guys. I don't know. It's award season. You gave it to the, to the viewers. Um, you I look a little like uh, Harvey Keitel in Pulp Fiction. The wolf. The, the wolf. All right, gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. The Aren't fixer. they supposed to make a movie of that? Oh, the wolf. His, uh, the, the, is there a yeah, Pulp Fiction cinematic universe to be explored? I think so. Well, yeah. I bet Heard John Travolta pitched a bit where he's like, what if my character was a pilot? Because you know I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not masturbating. All right. What do you have, Kevin? Anything for us today? Well, I've been guess? watching a lot of, um, oh, a guess. Well, my first guess, which I put in the chat was, um, he, he just seems to use powdered sugar on everything. So, um, <laughs> I figured that goes sugar. pretty, pretty well with Turkey bacon. Yeah. No, I usually, it's put, not powdered I usually sugar. put three heaping spoonfuls of, uh, powdered sugar on my Turkey bacon. Is the chat behaving that no one's, uh, looking it up? Are they, there's no cheating going on, right? 
I don't think be so. some confusion. Some people don't know what we're guessing. But well, that sounds like they joined the show late. I mean, what, what are we? We can't keep. We can't recap the show in real time. It's I like know. you're. That's, that's just, just an excuse to start watching the show from the beginning. <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of '80s clips lately, and um, what do you feel? Like Chris Elliott on Letterman in the '80s was pretty pretty amazing. Um, I always I watched it back then. I'm a couple of years older than you, Tim. So um, yeah. I've, was, I've, I don't know. I, he just did some fantastic yeah. bits on that show. Oh man! I, I mean, you, there's so many people that that I've seen steal from him over time. Like it's just me? just from that. Are you are you calling me out? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no, you didn't come to mind. Oh, good. You're, you're an did? original. I mean, you. Who who came to mind? Um, geez. Well, Jimmy Kimmel. He used to do this sketch of. Um, famous moments in sports history or something like Where's that. Where's my and shots fired? It'd, uh... it'd be really boring and like, uh, like, you know, a women's soccer game and they just kick the ball shots out of bounds. Fired. And that's, that's the highlight. Uh-huh. So he was doing that back in the eighties as Marv Albert. Well, I know that Jimmy Kimmel is a huge Letterman fan and who, yeah, who well, isn't. Most of them are right. Yeah. I watched a, but yeah, the Chris Elliott stuff, which you can all find on YouTube is terrific. He used to come out as, um, uh, Marlon Brando is a pretty funny thing he used to do. And you know what his, one of his great... He had Brando, lots of Brando. His, uh, he did Jay Leno, which was really funny. They put this big prosthetic chin on him. But my favorite, I think if you find this, he did, Chris Elliott did Paul Schaefer. Yes. Remember that? Yeah. I don't, I guess, yeah, and he... it was on Letterman, right? It was on Letterman. Oh yeah. Oh, he would take the piss out of Schaefer all the ha! time. Like, and then was, he, so he was, just, so Chris Elliott would... used to call him Ringo. So he Chris was like, Elliott... can, you, can you, can you tell Ringo to stop piping in every five minutes? So Chris <laughs> Elliott would, um, dress up fully as Paul Schaefer and then he'd just go, ha! <laughs> he'd just do that. And he would do, then Dave that would work it where he would say something that was like serious or like talk about something and, go, and be like, what? What's what's the matter, Paul? It's not it's funny. It's really good. It's right on the nose, like perfect impression. But yeah, all that Chris Elliott. I mean, I Letterman's the best. You look back at that, especially that old stuff where you the really felt that yeah, he, he was... Yeah, he started getting crotchety later on. But, yeah, um, and the show became like a primetime thing where you had to book all sorts of boring losers. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in the old days, he was like really experimenting with the form and doing all kinds of weird stuff and... Uh, I did watch this clip when Rush died. Uh, he had Rush Limbaugh on, and you know Le- Letterman's like a classic old lefty type dude, and you could tell him he's yeah. just squirming like, and and you know he wants to take some shots, but he's got to he's got to find the perfect spots to take the shots. So he just kind of lets Rush blabber on for a while, and you know treats it more like a a biographical interview than like a debate about politics. And he's blabbing on. And then at some point, Letterman towards the end just goes, do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and just think I'm just a bunch of, uh, I'm just a, a big blob of hot gas or something. Like that. <laughs> and then the audience goes wild because they're just waiting for it, waiting for him to say something like that. And then Letterman laughs it off. Like, I'm just kidding. It's, not, it's, it's pretty good. And he passed away this morning too, David Letterman. <laughs> forgot to bring that uh, we wanted to start the show with that weird and wild natural causes i like when letterman uh he choked he had... on his he ch- choked on his beard overnight he fell asleep <laughs> with his beard in his mouth oh, oh. 
It was going in and it inhales and it just kept going deeper and deeper. <laughs> I can't do it, Vic. Can't do the three stooges. <laughs> Did you see when he had Trump on and he like showed him his ties? Yeah. That was pretty good. I've also been watching a lot of moonlighting. All right. Thanks, that- Kevin. We're going to move things along. <laughs> You know what's funny about moonlighting was when I was a kid. They... It's really bizarre. You talk about things that you love when you know and don't hold up so well. Yeah, that would be one of them. That, that is one of them. It's strange, although very groundbreaking of at its time. It's just really. It's so freaking eighties. Like yeah. the, the design, the the, the sense fashion, of humor. The, the sense of humor. Like everything is just so soaked with the eighties excess. Well, you know the... everybody must. Must have been doing coke and going crazy at the time. I mean, it was just... The funny thing about that is I remember watching that show, and it was a big, popular show, and everybody... Yeah. And Bruce Willis was a massive star because uh, because of that show. But then when they're like, Bruce Willis is going to be in this new movie, Die Hard, and it's going to be this uh, action... I'm like, Bruce Willis? Fucking Bruce Willis? He's like a comedy guy. He's not the an office action. clown. Yeah, he's a... <laughs> No concept of him being like, same with uh, Michael Keaton when they p- tapped him for Batman. It was like, right. Michael Keaton? What? <laughs> what's, what's wrong with Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone or Chuck Norris? That's who you can choose from. Don't be bringing these comedy <laughs> TV guys into my action adventure space. And that started it all for Bruce. Speaking of Bruce, Bruce Willis, I mean, Bruce uh, Springsteen and Springsteen. And, uh, and Obama have a podcast now, which is competing now with us. <laughs> you think there are people who are listening to, was going to listen to our show, but then have now moved their allegiance over to the Obama. It's like, I only have so many hours in the day, so I'm going to have to choose one. It's going to be Obama Springsteen over office hours. I mean, and then that guy making pizza sandwiches with pickles. Thank you, Kevin. I'm going to let you get back to enjoying the show. Instead of being my featured guest, my <laughs> guest is. It makes is, me so uh, shameful, and it makes me feel bad. My guest is forty-fourth president of the United States, Barack Obama. This guy's done everything. He's been president two times. And now he's coming on my podcast. Look, Bruce, couldn't couldn't help, couldn't say no when you called and said. I'm going to be the first guest on your podcast. I said, sign me up, folks. Here's the thing. What was the thing I was saying this morning? Now, here's the deal. <laughs> now, let me be clear. Huh? Let me be clear. Now, let, now, me, now, be let clear. me be clear. Now, let me be clear. <laughs> your music is defined a generation and is with uh, Clarence Clemens Obama, and uh, Obama. <laughs> Max Weinberg. Well, thank you, Mr. President. I think you're one of the greats. I think I lost my Bruce impression. He's gone. I think it's, I think it's great what you're doing. You're doing a podcast here, talking to talking to your fans. I think it's great. I like to play basketball, and I've written memoirs. (laughs) I've, I was, uh, I'm proud of my drone strikes. I started the uh, children internment camps. For the immigrants, but uh, perception from the uh, liberal media class is that uh, I was a progressive person. 
And uh, I did a lot of performative uh, performative uh, gestures to the left during my administration, but, but nothing substantial. Hello? And my policies are uh, directly responsible for the election of Donald Trump. Yes. That's something I'm proud of. I'm not proud of. Sure. <laughs> That's something I'm not proud of. Talk to this brother, will you? We could have done a lot better. We could still be saved. We could have done a lot more in my eight years. It's not about you. Nobody's happy with Obamacare. And uh, <laughs> what else? I don't know much about the subject. But I'm that's sorry, what the uh, people on the left have told me. Yes, who's this? My daughters are doing great. One just got a job. <laughs> I drank right for television. And tried drugs and Working in Hollywood. Sounds like a great show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so wait, is it, are they doing like, they're co-hosting a show? Is it going to be keep For happening? like a weekly? Like, I don't have Spotify, so I don't know. I gave it up. For ethical oh, yeah. reasons, and everyone's abandoned me. How much? I can't tell you how many people, close friends of mine, continue to send me links. Check this out on Spotify. Hey, didn't you find out I'm boycotting them because of the way they treat artists? But no, I'm the only one making a stand. Hey, me, by the way. I'm the only one left. How are you doing any better in the booty department? How am I going to open an account at the black-owned bank if it charges like, me extra for checking? And, 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 and the risk. People were mad at me this weekend. I was hanging out with some friends, and they were saying, Barack Obama is the most handsome president. I said, I don't think so. And I showed him a picture of Grant. And these are women, mind you. And they were not turned on by Grant the way I was. They did not become moist looking at the picture of sure. Ulysses S. Grant. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another Zoomer. Today, today is discussion. the day for Zoomies. Yes, and then, bring it to And me. then we'll, uh, we can, JP, hang out for a sec. Oh, True. okay. But, but JP, he can hang out. Viron. But it might help if you stop. Viron from the planet Schlaus. Viron. Go ahead. Viron James, please unmute. Viron, come to me. Now look. Hello. Let me be clear. What's up? People, folks worked hard. That's it. What's up? Folks worked hard. Viron. They're not getting a fair shake. They have not gotten the fair shake. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. How you doing? You doing all right? What's up? I'm good. How are you? Why aren't you looking in the camera? You got a, got a second? Side mic there you situation. go. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Where are you calling from? I love you. Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Um, home right of the uh, home of Mia Farrow. Yes, and the um, what's it called? Some train museum. So, oh, the train museum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The National Train really Museum. Lit. Right. Yeah. Um. Most people know like the John Oliver waste treatment plant, but I, I promise you my city is a little bit more culture. <laughs> Wait, who you got there? You got some pals there? Uh, nope, not not right now. Oh, I heard you a secondary laughter voice. Is it... it does oh. sound like you're in a vehicle or something. Are you oh in the back goodness. of a van? Hold on one more. Let's see if I've oh, got that's you. <laughs> now, how can I help you? Because the great JP Hassan awaits. Yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm, my mind's completely blank now. Uh, here, me too. Chosen Hello? me. You kind of have the you, you, you sort of have those glasses that John Sebastian from The Loving Spoonful yeah, was known yeah. for. Oh, thank you. How does you. that feel? <laughs> yeah. Is it, that what it, you're going it's for? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Do you believe it, in magic? I have like some cool glasses over here too. I bet you do. Um, all right. Oh, those are cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, Change uh, the way uh, you see the world. Uh, Move closer to the world, my friends. 
Take another Bye. look inside. Thank you. Um, well, Bye. I'm going to let you go because you seem Bye. to be either preoccupied or the camera situation is strange because you're... Later. Yeah. But all good it's with all you? Good. Yeah, good. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Yes, we can. Let's speak with J.P. Hassan. My tennis Here's foe. Hey, hey. And my partner, J.P. Hello, J.P. Are you on? Hi. Are you on camera? You're, oh, there you are. Hey, look at there you. He is. Wow. Wow. You're in your cave. I'm in my hole here. Yeah. That is awesome. That is cool. Tilt down the camera a little bit. Yeah, a lot a little, of headroom for you. Too much a lot headroom. of. There you go. Yeah. Well, I can't see myself, so. That's okay. You look terrific. <laughs> Handsome guy, J.P. Hassan, is a, a talented. Uh, musician, nice comedian, boy. artist. You've also, if you've seen any Tim and Eric show the past eight, how many years? Ten years? So almost nine years. Nine years. Ten I'd years. go ten. I'd say ten. Why not? Well, I'd say a lot. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. A decade. <laughs> JP's been our, our tour manager, but also appears in, in a lot of the bits in various ways. He's also, can you give us a uh, your off- stage voice that people would recognize my my off stage voice yeah. oh um what's his name yeah <laughs> uh, chad uh, chad from ag chad from uh hey guys uh, <laughs> hey guys yeah. i'm yeah because you would never say you're chad from aeg eric would say that all the time eric would say yeah um chad what's what do you think of this ticket price hike that we're about to do <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds great. Let me uh, fire let me that up my, for you. Let me check my contract notes here. Um, yes. Now, first of all, should I play? Can I play a JP Inc. clip first? Or should I play Spa? Trying to decide. What do you prefer? Just to, just to give context. Um, well, you had requested um, we had... Uh, crap factor yes we had that loaded up well let me yeah. show this audience because jp also does this tremendous uh act live act where he is a character named jp inc who's launching all these various businesses a little similar to our sponsors you know that kind of that kind of sensibility um and he shows these great he makes this song these these songs that go along with the videos and this is one of my favorites it's called crap factory take a look at crap factory Do you want it live? <laughs> Do you want it loud? <laughs> well, your prayers have been answered with the arrival of Crowd Factory. <laughs> Hailing from the Hollywood Hills, Crowd Factory are ready to unload a six shot of rock onto the currently stale and unpredictable popular music scene. Their music has that contemporary edge and unpredictability that today's rock star youth is crying out for. Here's a little bit about the rockers of Crap Factory. Zach Brand is the front man that every band and every female fan wishes they had. 
in demand. Gideon Glumper. <laughs> Everything involved with the band must meet his high expectations. Whether it be guitar sounds, stage lighting, or drinks after the show, his chugging guitar riffs are a force of nature, putting the hard back in fucking hard rock. <laughs> fucking Keith Bone. I love Keith Bone. Guitar. <laughs> now, he is the master. His lead licks combine professional musicianship with pro gear. Yeah, and nobody wants to hear about your pants <laughs> Watch out, ladies. This guy is very good with his fingers. Ooh, Brad Chad. Brad Chad. Prodigy. Brad doesn't play the drums. He is just as comfortable keeping a standard beat as he is playing unbelievable drum fills that would make Tommy Lee the only thing he pounds harder than his kid are drinks <laughs> from the reality of their everyday rock and roll lifestyle. Boozing, party, and of course, girls. Crack Factory is more <laughs> than just a band. Suck. It is the sound people I want to move to. It is anyone. the individuals that girls want and guys <laughs> want to be. It is the rock revolution of the new millennium. There you go. Let's hear it for Crap Factory. I mean, why did they name their band Crap Factory, though? That's my only question. It seems like such a negative. Uh... Yeah, that was that was that's been their only misplay. So yeah. <laughs> I love Keith Bone. But so you've been making all these. I mean, is that and that's you pl- making all that music? Oh, my God. I like how that they're all his face, too. They're all JP's face. Of course. Face. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I've seen that a million times because I've played, I've toured and done live stuff with you before, and it makes me cry every time. Good. It's so dumb. Thank you. It's, um, it's very dumb. But then, so during this pandemic, you've, I mean, you spent a lot of time on the road doing, tour, managing, uh, tour managing uh, bands and comedy. You've done Eric Andre, you've done a number of cop acts, Crap Factory, um, <laughs> Keith Boone, Keith Bone solo tours. Um but so you've been obviously grounded now for over a year and you decided to embark on a pet project or a, a very unique project, which is a spa, an album for massage. Yeah, I, this is the first break I've had in, I mean, about four years. So I finally had a chance to like do actually go forward with one of my dumb ideas and um, I always thought that it would be funny for someone to bring their own music <laughs> to their to a massage parlor. Yeah. And so I made I wanted to make something that was actually soothing and, you know, somewhat ambient, but while still being like a parody of it, you know, so as you approached this, so it's an hour of an hour of massage there's no jokes. It's like totally done straight as like, it sounds like any other it's I want, I would love for it to get into the bloodstream of those spa videos that have, you know, like 13 million views. Well, there's a financial aspect to this too. I imagine that's what I'm talking about, baby. Was, was it harder than you thought it would be? Or is it actually quite easy? Um, it was, it was, it was easier than I thought it was going to be. Um, because it, I didn't have, it was like, I've been drawing a lot too during 
like shut down, lockdown, whatever. Drawing what? Blood? Like, drawing blood. But <laughs> and sometimes, you know, you like draw something with pencil and then ink or color ruins it. Right. And so I, I wanted to I was I, I did this thing that was an instrumental. I was happy with it and I didn't wanna it was like an exercise in restraint for right. me didn't want to do add too many useless layers well let's let's hear just a small sample of it because it's obviously something that works in a more yeah, macro context too much because it's like it's it's, very it's not the energy level. of this show that we want but i don't know, let's why don't we turn the lights off <laughs> wow how's this look it look, you look great. <sighs> Music to masturbate to. Well, or have someone masturbate you. Hey, uh, easy. Yeah, JP, do you have an, like a happy ending uh, version? I, mix? You mix? Know, I, I, <laughs> can, how much would it cost to make that for us? Yeah, I don't. Hey, I you know what, have, Doug? You should do I a remix have. of JP's spa album with beats and stuff in it. Oh, yeah. I saw it in the spa <laughs> after dark. <laughs> What do you Let's think do it. Orgasms? Get this over to Lisa Belladonna. Have her add some some uh, tracks, some flourish, some stems. <laughs> oh shit! I'm getting into a zone here. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks for coming. Go ahead, boys. Go hog wild. I want to see this live in concert. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're going to tour this album. This, yeah. You got to bring well, your own massage, your, yeah, your own masseuse, <laughs> and your I, own table. I, I thought, thought about it. Either, either I could give someone a massage on stage, but I'd like to maybe stay away from doing that. Um, <laughs> but I'd like to have someone getting a massage on stage while I perform the music. Next that would to be them. hilarious. Maybe you like, should get the massage. Get the massage. Yeah. yeah. Huh? While playing synthesizer. Yeah. yeah. No, I think no, it, I like just as an actor that comes out, like a, a just an actor who's there to be massaged, and it's totally not a, it's just a fully committed thing. I better turn the lights on. Yeah. Could you turn the lights? Yeah, and then on? I'm I'm uh, playing live next to them. Massage direction from top to bottom. It is not. What does it look like? Am I lit at all? Each or is it fully blast? Only Doug. Doug looks. Cool. <laughs> Doug's. A, how how did that work? Screen from top to bottom. Business All right, my love. Is legitimate. <laughs> nice to see you. Congratulations. How do people find this uh, singular piece of work here? Um, it's they can go to my website jpinc.tv or the um, it's on YouTube. Massage and spa, a minute <laughs> relaxation system uh, presented by Massages. Okay, I'm going to ask every listener to tune into that, and let's just let's see your. Uh, Let's see those hits go up. Oh, yeah, baby. Put it on in the background. Put it on the background. Go to sleep with it. Loop it. You know what? Did I ever tell you this? I mean, you might know this. Greg and I, a.k.a. Neil Hamburger, were on tour. We're doing some little weekend run. I think it was in the South, and uh, somewhere in the South. And we were – he always has like a, a house music, like the music that plays as people are coming in. And we were just, uh, of course, being silly one one day, and said, "You know what we should do is is do find like spa music, so when people are coming in, 
people are coming into the show. There's that basically that music blasting in the space. Not what you want. <laughs> so we did. We did. We found some like you know uh, Thai massage playlist, uh, kind of with an Asian influence, and then we put that on. But then we found this song by Paul Simon called "Cars Are Cars." from his album Hearts and Bones pre right the album right before Graceland it's one of the most annoying um repetitive dumb songs you can't believe it it's it's just Paul Simon going cars are cars all over the world cars are cars all over the world so we'd have like 20 minutes of spa music and then cars are cars come in and then another 20 minutes of spa music and then cars are cars would play again <laughs> is that it but yeah, well, I don't want to play it because we're going to. I'm get pitching things. it a little bit, but. Cars are cars. It's like, Paul, we need one more song for this album. We're short we one. We have 10 minutes. Go. All right, uh, let me think. Uh, well, birds are birds. No. Cars are cars. There you go. Can't argue with that. Speaking of tour music I that we get you know hooked on when yeah. we're on the road, I went down the Addicted to Black hole the other day we also added addicted to black to was it to a non-cinema tour or i don't know what it was a tim and eric tour it we were in australia i think and we just right yeah all right buddy i'll see you later guys thanks jp bye jp see you on the court all right thanks jp who's up next Come on, it's about the Zoomers today. No. Come. Kelsey Manahan, Felan, and friend. Kelsey Manahan, what is uh, Feature Man's secret ingredient? Oh, gosh. I think I'm, I'm wondering if it might be some sort of fruit. Mm. Is it grapes? I'm sorry? Is it grapes? Is it grapes? No. That's bullshit. But. Next time. Yeah. Stick a button. But. I, I mean, never mind. I don't. It, I, feel I, don't like wanna... I mean, is it? No. Well, no. Wait, what? No. Wait, is oh. it or not? Is it raisins? Yes, it is raisins. Oh, oh. It is. God! Did you cheat? No. Are you sure? Yes, I am sure. Look me right in the eye, you son of a bitch! Take those glasses <laughs> off, you right asshole! Huh? I can't see shit. You just guessed that. Yeah. Well, out of all the fucking wow. foods in the world. She said grapes, and then one of you guys was like, well, that's close. So we were like, what's yeah, grapes enough. related? Fair enough. Yeah. Blew it. So, yeah, Wait, we well, what do grapes have to do with raisins? Good point, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's te- I guess it technically is a grape. Well, let's show the completion right. of the, uh, let's see Let's see how, how right you really were. Here it is. I'm going to just sprinkle a few small... Raisins. <laughs> here. Uh, here and there. Uh, today. No thanks. Detract from the uh, great bacon and pickle flavorings that will be there. And this, by the way, is going to go into the microwave. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> bacon in there. The already microwaved bacon is so, going back in the microwave. Like so that's good. All right, that's it. Bread. Raisins, congratulations. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a lot harder. Congratulations, Kelly. You win. I would love to see somebody make this and eat it on the air. There you go. Like a... Is that our prize? No, the prize is, of course, you know what the prize is. It is a $500,000 gift certificate to Three Stooges Coffee. 
Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Do you drink it. coffee? Oh, now yes. Well, find uh, Curly G up on the internet there and say that you are owed $500,000 worth of coffee from him. He's not returned our calls. <laughs> By the way, I don't know. We don't want to reveal too much, but Three Stooges Coffee is about to have a little competition out there in the marketplace. FYI. I don't want to get too in the weeds on the details there, but uh, all right. Congratulations, Kelsey. That concludes our big game today. Damn. Are you guys uh, impressed and surprised? I liked it that fast. That was a fast yes. crack. Now, I could have been a real jerk and just said no on grapes and moved right. on, and nobody would have picked up whether or not that was close, but I'm not a jerk. I'm a good person. <laughs> um. Thank you, guys. Who else is, uh, is there? Anyone catching your eye? What do you see? Hmm. You see, see talk There's to a lot of hands with, waved up. I know. Everyone's very interested. This guy with a saxophone? Yes, Hi, of Dad. course. Oh, Bring me a reed instrument. Tim. Tim Meyer. Let's see that sax. Tim Meyer's from Tim Just Meyer's Superfoods. Give it a blast. Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I have a... Uh... Let him get out. Yep, the, Tim knows. <laughs> Tim knows. Just let them get it Smug out. Doug. I call him Smug Doug in my household. Oh, I, uh, I wasn't I even doing that. Eh, well, I call you that anyway. Very rude. I call you that whether or not you're doing anything. I got a bit for you. You got a bit um, for me? Yeah, I got a bit. No, thanks. I can actually play any song you like. You can play any song you like on command. So. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. How about this? How about Barracuda by Heart? <laughs> That was on Guitar Hero, so that's a little familiar. Uh, if you just give me one second, I'll go ahead and look that up. Uh, Why do you need to look it up? I thought you said you could well, play it. I just want to get it, remember it again, and you know, maybe look up the fingering charts. Let's see, it's in what key is it in? This is a okay. So this is an E flat instrument. So if I probably have to transpose. Um, no. Can't play Barracuda. Second song. Do you have a second song? Cannot play Barracuda. How about Day Tripper from the Beatles? Day Tripper from by the Who? Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, okay. Day Tripper. Day Tripper. So if I just look that up, give me one second here. <laughs> this is like a Tim Heidecker bit. <laughs> so, well, not exactly a Tim Meyer bit. More like a Tim Heidecker bit. Okay, so a person who goes on a journey or excursion, especially for pressure, that is completed. The song day. day Tripper. So I, I, I'm going. If I just go to the, give me. I just sorry, I want to be able to hear the. All right, thank you, Tim. We get it. It's very funny. Very funny. Good stuff. Congratulations to you. You've made a lot of friends today on the in the Zoom community. The Zoom unity. Uh, who else do we have here? All right. Jason Page? Jason, unmute, please. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yep. Hey. Ah! Oh. Ah! Hey, I... Uh, I was, who are you, Wes I Anderson? Look at you, Wes Anderson, like a uh, kind of looking guy. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> you I wish, wish I was. No, not really, actually. I think he's a bit of a creep. I never met him. But, uh... Okay. I had a... I wanted to tell you... <laughs> I thought he was cool, man. 
I referenced um, your dog of the month commercial in my illust. I have a, I teach like an illustration class on Zoom. Nice. I started recently, and uh, one of the students was like a little bit traumatized because they just uh, had to put her dog to sleep mm. the week before over Zoom. Mm. Oh God, that's a fun story. That's uh Now you've traumatized uh, me. Jesus. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm Wait, traumatized. They, uh, how does that work, though? I mean, so, not to get to go too far in there. Like, she, like the the doctor is with the dog on one end of Zoom, and then the owner is on, the, on camera. Oh Jesus! Why? You don't need to do. You, just let it, it. Why do you have to be witness to that? I mean, I don't know. Whatever, if you want to. But when my Ugh. my dog died a couple years ago, we, you know, my wife took it to the vet to. You didn't go. No, I just had a fucking baby at home. We had kids at home. She was just going to take the dog to the vet because it was like, it was, he, oh, Pete was, was like not getting up. He was, you know, he was not unconscious. He was just like not well. And yeah. so they, she had, they admitted the dog uh, and then called and my wife came home and then the doctor called and said, you know, the dog is not doing well. Uh, and do you want me to, you know, it kind of talked us through what was going to happen and said, yes, we give you permission. And that was that. Yeah. I mean, what am I, what are we going to do? Go in there and hold its paw while it goes to the other side? Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. Stop being so precious about I did, everything. I, I held my dog. Sadie. Good. I mean, good for you. And but if, if there was a situation where you couldn't, you had to go Zoom, are you going to do the Zoom? Come on, man. She took it pretty well. Like, it was the first class that I was giving in the day, so I didn't think to, like, give a trigger warning. But then she wrote, like, in the comments afterwards, like, well, I'm feeling a little bit triggered, but it was also very funny, and I, I understand why you showed it. So uh, it was all it was all good in the end. As long as it's all good in the end. We also have a lot uh, of dogs, and they're great dogs. What can you do? We cherish them. Dogs. I pitched, did I tell you this? I pitched this idea uh, to this guy who was like at a big movie studio once and it involved this dog dying in the, in the story. Oh, yeah. And he was like, nope, can't do it. Sorry, pal. Can't have a dog die in a movie. It's just one of the big rules in Hollywood. You do love your dogs, don't you? Can't kill a dog. It's like the opposite of that Save the Cat book. <laughs> but it's okay. Sorry, Jason. I thought we were... Thanks, Jason, for that depressing story. <laughs> Anyone have any uh, nice stories? We had a wonderful fan of the show um, also express a little discontent about that particular bit. Uh, but you have to understand, you know, we're, we're coming from a coming from a good place. It's just not, you know. I don't think that would be my icebreaker with new people, though. Maybe not the smartest move on your part. Keep things uncontroversial for your drawing class over Zoom. That's what I would draw. Do. How about we're going to draw the uh, a, a forest scene, no animals involved. <laughs> oh, my dog died in the forest. Oh, <laughs> uh, you never know, Tim. Okay, who's next? Kiki and Drop Dead. Speaking of death, they look like a fun couple. Can you unmute? Okay. What's up, dude? What's up? Hi. What's up, dude? What are you wearing, uh, Vic Burger's yo. hat now? <laughs> yeah, we shop What are you, Tim Robinson? I was just That's a cooler say. hat than mine, though. 
Or yeah, like a jellyfish Vic hat. knows how to dress like a comedian. See, there we go. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> so my wife. Where are you calling from? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Hell yeah. That's where the kill kids are. Sai. <laughs> Sai. Pretty cool. So what can I do for you today? Uh, can you talk about the overhead projector where that came from? And it's cool Plesiosaur was on because he had some overhead projector stuff. Where are the was overhead that just like Was that just like a an in-joke between you and Eric and you just brought it to the stage? Like, did you use it for brainstorming and just like, hey, let's dress up in tuxedos on stage and do this? That was like the first tour. That was like... Yeah, I was there. Really old. Really? Back yeah. in Manhattan. Like, oh, uh, like we did that on the on a tour. Yeah, yeah. You and Eric oh, did shit. it. Well, we used to do it in New York before we had a TV show or anything. We did it at the Knitting Factory. Matt probably helped book that show. I was um, there at the Knitting Factory. Uh, yeah, I was like nineteen. I was gonna say you seem you, like a, a your young dad buck. Was there too. We'll see tonight. The Stress Factory. He, How old are you? He's like from I, outer space. He's got no. Were I you at the? Uh, he must have been at the the small acts shows, right? Is that? Or maybe an opening. Were you at the signing of the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> no. I did hear about that. that was wait. I don't know. George Washington. Were you at you the mean like seventeen seventy six? Were you like... at the assassination of uh Abraham Lincoln at Ford's Theater? No, but I saw the chair in a museum. That was gross. Were you on so the Were you on the moon chair. when uh, when uh, Armstrong landed and he comes off the thing and and you go to him? It was about time. Yeah, <laughs> he pops out me of the crater. What took you so long? <laughs> By the way, I was watching this thing about the. I don't know where that idea. I mean, we just had a. We were just looking for things to do live that would uh, translate to the live instead of just showing videos. We didn't really have like a live. Um, routine necessarily where we could, which later we developed. But at the time, I think we we're just like, how can we do something that's kind of live, but also kind of relies on audio visuals and so a puppet show, basically kind of like a puppet show. Yeah, shadow puppets. Shadow puppets. Yeah, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Get this though. Well, it's been it's been a lot of fun having you on the show. I'm a big fan, Tim. Thank it's you. So nice to talk to you now. It's a pleasure. Yeah. What's your name? Michael. Michael. What's up with that hat? What's on there? Is there an octopus hanging around the edge? What are you, Michael yeah. from uh, Knight Rider? Right? No, what is that? No, the car no, goes, no. Michael. Oh, no, Ranger. I'm, I'm not. Oh, yeah, what's a tentacle about? What is it? Oh, Archie McPhee is like one of those novelty company. Yeah, they get those like tiny hands and like, mm. you know. Oh. Oh, yeah, I my Pete got this for me for Halloween. Oh yeah, you like? What do you give gifts for Halloween now? <laughs> we do in this family. That's smart. Instead of a tree, what do you have? Oh, jack o' lantern. We throw it into the ocean. Yeah, we carved a jack o' lantern and threw it in the ocean on Christmas Day. So, tell you what, we got to get Tim Robinson on the show and then and then have you call in mm. and have you look as much like him as possible and have you guys go at it. I'll be back. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Oh, it does sound like fun. He looks I'll like the there. guy from We're Barry. You know that show, Barry, the Czech Oh, yeah, scene? yeah. Well, I was going to talk about this for real quick, though. I was watching this video about the Mars rover that everybody should. Let's hear it for the Mars rover. Applause from everybody. This is exciting stuff, and no one cares. Okay. It's, it's unbelievable what they did. 
Why so are they there? They're they're there to find out. Well, they're there to a find out if there's life, there's signs of life that ever that lived there before. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> Clean up this place. Who cares? I get that argument. We should be making our home on Earth a better place, and that's where. But science is about trying to understand as much of our universe as possible. And we find out about these other planets, then our planet goes to the crapper. Well, maybe we need to find. Maybe we need to start working on those other planets so we can get the hell out of this, off of this rock, and head there. I gotta go, right? Champ, Jack, start polluting that crap hole. But listen how cool this is, Doug. You gotta be a little into this scene. Okay. Are you really anti Mars now? No, it's cool. I'm just saying. So they I'm just land- tr- trying to create conversation here. I hear you. They launch this fucking thing up there, and it's a car, but it's a rover, you know. It lands, beautifully lands, and it starts taking pictures and everything. Starts sending the pictures back. Did that was that the Tesla he sent out? No. Oh. oh, yeah. Whatever happened to that Tesla? He's such a Tesla out in, in space, space forever. Just floating just a around. Tesla flying it's around. going to crash into Jupiter. So one of the things that this, that this rover w- is going to do is it's going to drill little holes down into the ground and like take little soil samples. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it takes this little soil sample and then it has some instruments on board that it can analyze and send data back to Earth. But the real thing it's going to do, it's going to basically poop out these little sample like you know uh test tube kind of things little little cores cores but in like a container and drop it on the ground okay and then move along now what are you going to do with that the next one that's going to go the next rover that's going out in a couple years or whenever that thing is going to have a system to pick up those core samples pick them up put them on a rocket that is that is going to shoot back off of Mars and connect with another ship and come back down to Earth and then deliver us the samples. Then they'll be like, "Oh wow, we got this little piece of red dirt. Neat. <laughs> All right, that costed seventeen trillion. Can you imagine the technology though of p- picking this thing up, putting it in something else, and then you're wow. flying back to to Earth? No health care, but we got a little piece of dirt from another place. Cool." <laughs> I'm dope, I'm into it, man. Get me get me into that scene. I think it's ins- it's inspiring. It should inspire us to make life better here. Just go to Utah. Go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so what what do you think it'll mean for the for for mankind if they say, listen, here's microbial, uh, you know, fossils from the Mar- Martian? What does that say about? I mean, how do you how do you speak to your parishioners the next day? What do you say to them? What if some microbes Father from Mars Lusenhop? come over, Tim? They open up the microbes, and then that's like the ultimate coronavirus, <laughs> and then the the real pandemic Good. starts. Wipe us out. Wipe them out. I think it's cool. Sorry, I'm such a Whoa. cool guy who likes optimistic yeah. things. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm such a cool guy. Who Sorry, likes Tim, for trying to like uh, have a devil's advocate point of view. I hear you. <laughs> Well, let's talk about healthcare. <laughs> Pierce. Pounding. Hi, Pierce. Can you unmute? I'm not I bet, Can I you bet, hear me? Yeah, oh. go ahead. Hello. Hello. Doug's the kind of guy that probably thinks Woody Allen is a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to watch the documentary. I'm just kidding. Can't wait to watch the doc. Oh, it's such a good time. 
It's such a good time. Oh, should I just skip the doc? Yeah, just... like I'm watching it. It's just like, what am I doing? Am I who? Everybody in this situation seems fucked up, and it's like I, I don't know. What does this have to do with me and my life and my problems? Nothing. It's all just porn for people. It's like, it's just a Schadenfreude or whatever. It's just like all these murder documentaries, and it's like, what are we doing to ourselves? It seems like it's madness. We're obsessed with other people's suffering. It's such a, is it a relief for us to just bask in other people's misfortunes and, no. and, and trauma? What are we getting out of these experiences? Are we growing and learning from them? Why are they entertaining? They're not entertaining to me. Yes. I watch Feature Man to see what he's going to do with a can of soup. <laughs> How is he going to spice up this can of soup? Add some Hello, strawberries to a can of chunky tomato soup. That's a lot of burgers. What do you have for me, Pierce? Well, let me tell you, I didn't think it'd be raisins. That sounds kind of gross. Well, Vic made a point this morning that he had pizza last night with uh, figs on it. Figs. Figs. I've had that. Like goat cheese, maybe? No, I don't like goat cheese, but it was just like, you know, classic mozzarella with the the figs and a little ham. That sounds delicious. Well, I've got questions for all three of you. I'll try to make it quick. All right. I'll no start rush. with Vic. Vic, you're the man. Love your videos. Thank I you. cry with laughter every time I see the Steve Harvey spoofs. Those are amazing. Thanks, um, did you? Let first, him talk. Guy. What, is that, what does that be in the background? It's okay. I don't know. Uh, is that Vic, you? Did you watch? There was like a live stream that Elon did for like some technology that he's coming out with called Neuralink. Yeah. Did you see this? No, I didn't see that. Okay, well, it was like a live presentation where he, I think it was, there were three pigs that he, they, he would like take a section of your skull out and put this thing that connects to your brain and it can like monitor something that's going on in your brain. And I, I saw it and it was such a wreck and I thought that you could make a hilarious video out of that. All right, I'll, I will check it out. What do you mean it was a wreck? <laughs> like it was just a disaster. It was a wreck, but... The one pig that he put the the Neuralink in, they like couldn't get it out of his cage for like ten minutes, and oh. they're all waiting on this one test pig. And really, all it did was monitor like <clears throat> serotonin or something when it was oh, eating. No. Does it like veer on the line of like animal abuse? Is it is it, <laughs> if I mess with that? Well, the thing is, he said, well, he's trying to bring it to like human use, and uh-huh. he was kind of saying he was like, I might have it in my head right now. I might have it right now. He's like saying that it could in the future like cure like paralysis and stuff like that, which is really cool. Yeah. Like it sounds yeah. interesting, but it was like pretty scary and weird and you should just check it out. It's All right, fun. Pierce, what do you have for Doug? Doug I'm kind of in between a couple questions. This one might not <laughs> appeal to most of the viewers, I guess. Okay, go with uh, that one. Oh man. All right, so you're your friend Andrew has a podcast, Andrew Mashan. Correct. Do you guys ever plan to have him as a guest? I don't know. I, I really like that podcast, and I think it would be interesting to maybe have him on and talk about their podcast or, like, your guys' friendship. I always thought it was interesting because I started watching their podcast, and 
of course I'd seen Pound House and then I was rewatching Pound House and I saw him in the skateboarding skit. And I okay. just thought it was interesting. Well, it is something we've discussed. It is something we are discussing and I mean how to to what degree people want to hear people talking about their various podcasts. That's a yeah. question that we're mulling right now. To be frank, okay. he's been on the Poundcast several times. I mean, and if you want to experience that, that, that that's okay. available now at poundcast.biz. <laughs> Last question for Tim. Yes. So I'm sure you know of, I'm assuming you know of John Mouse. John, John Mouse. Mouse's music. He he's the one Ariel who was Pink. busted Ariel with Pink. Um, Ariel Pink. Right. The, uh, yeah, I don't know yeah, his music. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, okay. I thought maybe you would because I saw more into Joe I Rat. <laughs> I'm more into the music of Rat. <laughs> but he, you ever, you ever see that clip of wild. Dylan where he's outside in Canada talking to talking to these kids in like '86 or something, and he's like, "What kind of music you like, man?" And the kids are like, "Oh, we like we like Ozzy. We like Ozzy." And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. What do you think of Rat? <laughs> what do you think of Rat, man?" And then this big wrestler comes by. This guy, this guy named Grizzly Grizzly, ba- Grizzly Bear or whatever. <laughs> He's a big old fucking guy, big beard. <laughs> hey, Bobby, how you doing, man? And Bob's Bobby like, knows him. Some he's like, oh man, grizzly man, wow. And then everyone wants to take pictures with Bob. And Bob's like, I don't know, this is a weird. He's in a weird pocket where he's just like into talking to fans. He's just standing. Around. He's actually wearing a shirt like this, and he's standing around listening to people. And then this jerk comes up, and he's like, hey man, can I get my picture with? Can I get my picture with you, Bob? The guy's like, yeah, yeah, man, sure. And Bob stands there. <laughs> And the guy's taking a, the guy's trying, and it's like this old camera, he doesn't know how to work. And it's like, it takes forever to get this camera to work. And the guy goes to Bob, he's like, Bob, turn your head so we can see your nose. <laughs> and Bob just goes. <laughs> Why does he want to see his nose? Like, goes, is it like the profile? Like, and then <laughs> that's the greatest video. The guy goes, he keeps going and they can't get this camera to work. I wish I had my sunglasses down here because Bob's wearing sunglasses the whole time. And. <laughs> I don't know whose these are. Bob's just there, like, you know, he's a little fidgety. He's a little fidgety. And Bob's like, the guy's like, uh, turn your head, Bob. And the guy's just, the Bob just like freezes him out. And the guy's like trying to tell the other guy how to, how to, uh, you work the camera and you've got to squeeze it. And, he, and it's taking forever. You can see Bob is just lo- starting to lose it. And the guy goes, squeeze it like a like you're squeezing a pimple, and <laughs> and you see Bob just go like ever so slight, just be like, the fuck, <laughs> like this is hilarious. And then of course these two girls are there, who's like these blonde, rock and roll looking girls, kind of groupy looking girls, and Bob can't get enough of them. He's getting around them. <laughs> he's getting his picture. Like, take one for me. Take one for me. Can get get me a copy of that one. <laughs> sure, Bob. We'll get you a copy of this photo of you with these two girls from Canada, from Ontario, Canada. What's your it's John a, Mouse question, though? Yeah, what is your John Mouse question? Okay, so I've seen him live a couple times, and he's one of my favorite performers. He, like, goes on stage and gets really sweaty and, like, hmm. like hits himself sometimes, just runs around, goes crazy. And so I, I saw him live, and then I was watching an awesome show. And uh, Casey Tatum and his brother came on, and just the way you move while you're singing and like you're sweating and throwing up and shit, I, I thought maybe you had drawn some inspiration from John Mouse. But Sounds like he drew some inspiration from me. <laughs> right. Unless this kid was doing it 20 years Possibly. ago. 
you should you should just look up a video of him performing live. It's nuts. I think you'd get a kick out of it. Matt, should I do that? Or am I gonna hate hate it? I don't know. I've never checked it out really. I'll take your advice, you Pierce. You seem like a good you guy. Might, you might. I mean, you might not like the music, but I think you'll find it entertaining. Unless it's ba 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 baran ba 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 baran. That's the kind of music I like. I thought that was Vic scene. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Did you guys hear this? Um, if I'm going to ask the Zoomers, because I could see about 20 of you right now, something like that. How many people have heard the George Harrison Phil Collins story? One. Okay, couple. So I'm going to talk. Today's George Harrison's birthday. So I thought it would be appropriate to tell the story I heard. Uh, you guys probably heard this story. We shared it on our chat. But um, Phil Collins apparently uh, was he had played uh, bongos or uh, what's the other thing that's bigger than the bongos? Congas, maybe. Congas. On. Oh, here we go with the Phil Collins drops. <laughs> Get them out. That's all. By the way, there was this awesome video of Phil Collins from a fairly recent tour. Feels like it was in the past few years. I don't know what if he's been on the road or what, whatnot. Have you seen this where he he comes out in the stage? He walks this huge walk oh, yeah. around this huge stage, and it takes forever because he's doing. Um, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. You know. And he's got to get his steps in. Tim. He, he's got the yeah. Fit it's bit like going. he's got to walk like a quarter of a mile <laughs> or a half a mile to get to, and he lands perfectly for the do 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 right at the drum set. But it, it's qu- really crazy. He's got to kind of pace himself to get right where he's sitting down right as that thing starts. I don't know how you find that. Running around, seeing out all night. Oh, I, I used to hate <laughs> Phil Collins. Did you guys used to hate Phil Collins? Like he was the no, I, I loved him. As he was a kid. the epitome I loved Sue, Sue, of yeah. like lame music when I was growing up. Oh, don't you think? Mm. No, I, I, I thought it was kind of I liked that. <laughs> no, yeah. it was so lame. That my dad hated it, and therefore I hated it. My dad loved it. Oh, <laughs> see, that, this is why like, uh, the, Vic, yeah. the Vic, Vic's dad and Tim's dad sitcom has to happen. I Those know. two guys living together, the my, odd couple. My dad had like five tapes. One was Phil Collins, you know, but seriously, Gloria Estefan and Chicago. And then he got really into Rick Astley for some reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we just like that would be on loop in the car. We got to get your dad back on the show. to oh, talk he talks about his music. Musical. Like yeah. my dad and your dad talking about music. My uh-huh. dad's into Zeppelin, Floyd. <laughs> You know what I mean? Stones. Oh, yeah. My dad doesn't get that at all. <laughs> I don't feel like Doug's dad's listening to a lot of music in general. My dad got me big in the Weird Al. He likes just sort of jazz and... What? Really? Like big band stuff? Roger like Miller. S- Sinatra? And... Well, Roger Miller. Well, growing awesome. up, he had like two records. It was uh-huh. Roger Miller and... Who's that, who's that fiddle player who made the deal with the devil? Oh, uh... Devil Charlie went down Daniels? to George. Charlie Daniels. Yeah. Oh my God. We Roger definitely Miller's talked great. about this on the show. I feel like we had to have talked about Doug's dad's love of Charlie Daniels. Well, I mean, I don't. That's just the record that was laying around. I mean, your dad's like, go down to the record store and get me any record that's there. I get get me a couple of records there. I don't care which one they are, just so we have a few records going on. He's not a fisherman from. <laughs> I was going to say. From Minnesota or something. 
Hey, Dad, what like kind of music do you want? I don't care. Just get a few records. <laughs> So we have a, some music. If we, anyone wants to listen to music, we can play it. I don't care what kind of music, so long as it's not that heavy metal or blues music. I don't know. What, I'm not. No disrespect, <laughs> Gary. Get him on the show. Talk. Alex about Russell, you and your and your wife or girlfriend or roommate or sister, whoever she is, has caught me attention. Alex. Speak. Hello. Hello. Who does that? Speak. What's that from? What's up? What's going on, guys? <laughs> oh, nice hat. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It just came in the mail yesterday. There you go. It's a nice fit. By nice the way, fit. we've had reports that there are there is lice in the hats. <laughs> so what? Careful. Lice. Lice. <laughs> there's been people are saying there's lice oh, like in the hats. Free. Oh. Oh. Can I get a refund? <laughs> No, unfortunately, uh, there's no, a clause you- that uh, any bugs or vermin that appear in the merchandise are part of the deal. Is it sort of like the Beatles, the Beatles and the Beard from uh, your birthday episode? Yes, the Beatles and the Beard. Similar to that. Yeah. <laughs> great job on that show, Doug, by the way. Thank you very much. Oh, that's nice. Doug, you're great. What's up? Hey. Uh, what about me? How about me? I got to be, you got to have I'm, warm feelings I'm for me. I head through and through, so. What's that? I'm a Tim head. Oh, thank through. you. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Home of David Byrne and the Talking Heads. Not an island. <laughs> Not an island. Vic, you really screwed that up a couple of episodes I did back. blow it. Providence, yeah. you should change it to Providence, it. Not an Island. There's Not an, an island, island there, though, right? There's an there's island. A, yeah, there's a couple offshoots. Yeah. Providence, column, you know? Road, Not an Island. <clears throat> Anyways. Not a road, not an island. Um, so I, I actually had a, uh, a little you know, Sopranos uh, impression request for you, Tim. Okay. Uh, um, no, no spoilers. Cause I know a lot of the people in the zoomers are saying no, you know, no spoilers. So, but uh, I had this idea, like, you know, one of those hip coffee shops moves in next to Satrial's pork store and, okay. um, you know, Polly Walnuts is sitting outside. He says, I'm going to go, you know, give it a try. And he, he goes in to order his latte or something. And, uh, the barista gives them a, uh, you know, an option for, you know, your dairy and your coffee. Oh, you know, oat milk, almond milk. Right. And uh, just like, I want like Polly's reaction to that. You know, like what's, oh. what the hell's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Doug can play. Milk or- from a cow. <laughs> what, do I got to go back there and squeeze it myself? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got two almonds right between my legs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, sir, what kind of milk would you like? What kind of milk do I want? What do you f- oh. I want to fucking end the coffee. <laughs> I want to end the fucking shot. coffee. Milk. Capiche? You're going to have like fucking Casey. Oh, milk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Oh. Oh. How do you have my oatmeal? My mom made it for me. Oats. How are you going to get oat from Hey T. He goes, Hey T. Trying to figure out how you're gonna get milk out of oats. What are them little cows in there? What are them little cows in them oats? <laughs> no, Paulie. They. St- how do they get the fucking? How do they get the milk out of oats anyway? I think that's a scam. I think there's somebody yeah. at that oat factory being like, "There's fucking pour milk in here in these cartons." <laughs> okay. They pour milk over oats. It's just milk with. <laughs> they filter it through the. Oats. Filter oat filtered milk. Oh. Yeah. 
Hey, T. T, I went next door. Hey, hey this, this is what be. Hey, T, I went next door. They, they asked me what kind of milk I wanted. I said, uh, your mother tit. <laughs> I said, why don't you squeeze it from your mother's tit? <laughs> you hear me, Toad? You hear me, T? You hear that? <laughs> so good. What do you know? What do you say? What do you know? What do you say? Hey, sweetheart, give me one of them uh, lattes, tall. All right, sir, what kind of milk do you want in there? From your mother's tit. And make it snappy. Now hurry up. There you go, kid. Oh, we don't take cash here. Oh! I don't have a credit card. Too many responsibilities. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Perfect. They need, a, they exactly. need a fixed address for a credit card. Sweetheart, I only see, work in cash. Capisce? Junior just turned 90. What? Junior just turned 90. Oh, the actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This guy, yeah. These guys are getting up there. I'm going to start using great. them. I think he's on, like, Law & Order SVU or something. <laughs> well, I'm not this? kidding. But he was, like, the oldest guy in the show back then. Yeah. That's, that's he's cool. Still he's still on TV. I watched this really sick clip from the 80s. It was, like, the that show Family Feud <laughs> yeah, with oh, Richard yeah. Dawson. And uh, it was the two families. One, They were, like, reunited casts from television, uh, classic television. One was Batman, like, with Adam West and... Uh, the rest of them. Vincent Price. Was Vincent Price on the Batman show, Vic? Yeah, he was, um, villain he, was Egghead. He? Egghead? Yeah. Okay, what a weird choice. Hey, yeah. Vince, we got an offer for you for the new Batman show. Oh, good. Am I going to play the Joker or the Riddler? No, those have been cast already. There's a guy named the Egghead. Oh, no. I'll have to do it for scale. Oh, oh no. Egghead? But you'll be working with the great Adam West. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but then the other family was the uh, Gilligan's Island crap crew. Oh. <laughs> it was like, it was Skipper and then the Howells and uh, Professor and Marianne on the, on the family feud. And, uh, but what was sick about it was uh, two sick things about it. One is that uh, Mr. Howell, what's that actor's name? Uh, the guy that did Mr. Magoo. Uh, Tim, was Vincent on The Prices Right? No, not Leslie no, Nielsen. Some um, cr some crank here said, no, uh, back Jim Backus. Jim Backus. Jim Backus. Oh, honey. Oh, lovey. So, but he's so goddamn old, they've got him sitting. Everyone else is standing. <laughs> he's like sitting on a stool. And he, he looks out of it. He looks like... Somebody just knocked him in the back of the... He's like... He's looking up to give out his, his word suggestion. He's looking up at his teammates. Dad, Zooks. <laughs> but then the other sick is that freak Richard Dawson's just... He's such a creep. He's in that tuxedo and he's just... He looks like he's wasted. And he goes up to Marianne. Does he he goes and says hi to all the cast. And then he makes a couple jokes... Uh, to, to the skipper. And then he, he gets to the professor and he literally goes... He says, hey, hey, how you doing there? And he doesn't give a shit about the professor. Is that the guy that kisses everybody? Then he, yeah, then he goes to Marianne and starts kissing her right on the mouth. <laughs> it's so sick. And she's trying, she's playing along. She seems to be into it. She's like, he was always oh. giving lip kisses. Was I know, but to, oh, look at you. I love you so much. Yuck. 
It's like that was a part of the show that people tuned in for. <laughs> Who's Boston gonna gonna tongue today? I'm gonna kiss. He did. Oh, I love down. you so much. Oh, yeah, right the on. girl next yeah. door. <laughs> Marianne raised on a farm. You might, you might be able to harvest some lick lips out of that. Uh -huh. Yeah, totally. You have to <laughs> tap into that Dawson stuff. People are gonna be shocked. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, one more thing I just wanted to say. Uh, I saw you at the Wilbur Theater in Boston Hell two years yeah. ago on Cinema Live. And oh, yeah. I never laughed so hard in my life. My belly hurt for a couple days. So. Oh, good. Well, thank you so much. Big fan. Thanks for having us on the show. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. Have a great, have a great weekend. All right. Let's, let's work through a few more friends of the show. Who really deserves it, Matt? Who really deserves it? That's uh, where did she go? Thank you. Wait, you're welcome. I was just looking at Julie Beth. Oh yeah, Julie Christie. The room is true. Julie Beth, are you there? Hey. Hello, baby. Hello. Look at you. You look funky and fun and artistic and all sorts of stuff behind you and paintings and guitars. Yeah, I used to work in a punk bar for years and years, and so I have lots of posters from shows. That's nice. Do you have a bunch of tattoos? I just have one tattoo. Hmm. What are you working on now? You sewing something? Um, I'm making, I'm beading. I'm doing these earrings. Kind of hard to see. I made these ones. Like, Oh, those are cool. Cool. Yeah. Creativity. I'm going to try to sell them because uh, I lost my job at the bar because of COVID. Yeah. So I'm trying to like... You're getting Find on Etsy? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you don't seem very... <laughs> doesn't seem like you have the strongest plan. <laughs> it's not a video of it. Well, you know. I'm going to try. Somebody's, somebody's still unmuted. Um, you got yeah. those Sally Ra Sally Jessica... Jess Sally Jessica Raffi... What's her name? Sally, Sally Jesse Raphael. Sally Jesse Raphael Eastern glasses. PA's own. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, what a, yeah. She loves hearing that. Where are you now? I'm in Montreal. Oh, what a beautiful city. You speak French? Uh, pretty badly. I grew up speaking English, and I just started really learning French as an adult. And so it, pretty much every day I have a, a conversation that's completely humiliating. Well, that must have been like, challenging working at a bar. If everyone's coming in there speaking that yeah. French. <laughs> well, also, um, like, you couldn't hear anything anyway because it was band ah. playing. So it was, yeah, it was always painful and embarrassing for me. <laughs> but I managed. Well, but, like, sometimes I would be speaking, I'd be speaking French to somebody and they would ask me if I spoke French, like, in the middle of the conversation where I was speaking French to them. So... Yeah. All right. <laughs> so something weird, something weird happened to me this week. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I have a, a, I'm on Twitter and I have a, like a three-letter username because I signed up really early. Wow, that's got to be rare. What's the yeah, three letters? WTF? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna give it up. Oh. But um, oh. somebody. People message me sometimes and ask for it because they want it for whatever reason. Um, and they always say, like, how much could I give you for that username? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it really has no value to me. Like, I don't have any attachment to it. But 
like it's just people that want it because it resembles their name or whatever but mm -hmm. a guy messaged me this week and asked for it and said that he wants it for his app that he's developing and um he was like how much do you want for it and i said like really like i have no idea how to put a number to that because i really don't care but i also like can't mm. be bothered to give it away and so he messaged me back today and said that he was offering ten to fifteen thousand. Wow! <laughs> do it. Yeah. Stand I'm by. Totally Wait a minute. Now we're we're just beginning the negotiations. Well, now. that's just it. Like I'm not a business person, so like, how do I negotiate this this guy? Well, hmm. You go. You go double it. You say thirty thousand. <laughs> That's right. Years. I will. do? Hardball. I'll tell you what to do. First of all, you 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 have to maintain um, a consistency with your position here. You can't just act like you were playing him a little bit. You got to go. Right. I don't know. I don't even know how you would do the transfer. Right. Yeah. 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 And then he's going to have an answer for that. And and then you could say, well, I talked to somebody and you talked to me, frankly, and you said, OK, 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 um, I would definitely do it for uh, thirty thousand dollars. Okay. I'd do it right now. And you say there's a lot been a lot of other people asking, too. You just make like an urge. Yeah, like, I'm talking yeah. to other people. <laughs> Now I, I want my cut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want my cut out of this. <laughs> I'm giving you this advice. What do you think this is free? So my my opening uh, bid should be double of what he offered. Then I guess. No, and no, that sounds somewhere in the middle. That sounds that sounds disrespectful. <laughs> twenty five, twenty five. It's like every, there's every, there's like so many of these scenes in The Sopranos. Now we both know that twenty that we both know that ten thousand dollars is is an insult. I understand. That's your opening bid. <laughs> I'm willing to go up to 25 with you. And if we do it, okay. it's yours. You own it. And, and I never speak with yeah, you. Yeah, but again. don't pull a leotardo and get someone hurt. <laughs> I'm all for this. I want to hear how this goes. Somebody says, okay. make him an offer he can refuse. Okay. Go down. Say, how about eight? <laughs> oh, you can just have it. I mean, or you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. You want you want to save yourself a I little mean, stress and a little uh, time and all this stuff? Take the take the take his offer. No, go take the high extra yeah, grand. Get a couple do. extra grand out of the deal. That's but make sure you do. get the money in the bank before they uh, well, the sure, transfer, transfer happens, it over. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to pay you in like, Dogecoin. Right. <laughs> take some Dogecoin. Yeah, a little bit. No. Can anybody help me get? At Vic Berger on Twitter, like there's there's this guy, uh, he lives in I don't know where Mechelen is. I'm not sure where that is, but Mechelen, Mechelen, and his real name is Bjorn Clays, hmm. and he owns Vic Berger. And I've tried over the years, and he's just been a total jerk. Vic Berger on Twitter, yeah. What's your name on Twitter? Vic Berger Four oh. IV. I like uh, the four. That's fine. All right, all right. Listen, cool. folks, it's 11:30. If you want to keep listening to the show and chatting and talking to us, you will have to go over to Patreon and become a member. Members know what to do. Patreon.com slash Office Hours Live. Um, next week, we'll be back. By the way, if you go to... Uh, I've got a new shirt that's available now. That's the No More Bullshit Tim Heidecker uh, stand-up special shirt. And that's available where now? Uh, TimHeidecker.com slash store. TimHeidecker.com slash store. 
There's also a Yellow River Boys, disgusting Yellow River Boys uh, water vessel, water container, or liquid container. Um, I think that's all we have today. Continue. Next week's this a big, big like, uh, fun show. Thanks Doug's to the birthday show. Yeah, next week is Doug's birthday show, which he's requested <laughs> us not acknowledge, but we will anyways. And <laughs> don't forget to hell. like and subscribe our show and share with your best friends. Comment on the podcast. Say how much you enjoy Vic and Doug. And I'm going to wear a Daft Punk helmet their whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back shortly with After Hours. I'm going to put a dummy in. in my seat and just have a mask on and have drop, like... Uh. Just a playlist of random sounds that just plays at the FaceTime party snoozer. <laughs> Great show. See tonight. Tonight on your nightly program, a vaccine. Try to lose it. A woman's like you. Yeah. How do you like me now?